Trash Boys, uh, welcome to this episode of Trash Future, hosted by me, Rocco Sifredi, where we're going to be going up to some girls on the street and uh, asking them if they like dick, okay? Uh, so, uh, no, I'm just kidding, I'm just kidding, it's Rocco Sifredi here to uh, tell you about what's been happening in the news this week, so... Uh, Here's the thing, so me, Rocco Sifredi, yeah, I like, you know, I like going up to talking to girls on the street, asking them like if they like dick and stuff, but now I work for Cambridge Analytica, so uh, what they asked me to do is I got the girls now on the street and I like ask them if they like Brexit, like ask them if they like it when people watch them while they vote for Brexit and stuff, and you know, the whole thing is when you just get the girls to vote for Brexit and uh, then we have the anal sex, so it's really good, okay? All right, okay, thanks guys. I'm afraid to tell you that that Rocco Sifredi impression was in fact an elaborate hoax and that this is in fact a solo episode of Trash Future, the podcast about who the... Fuck. (laughs) But this is in fact... But this is in fact uh, a solo episode of Trash Future, the podcast about how the future is trash, hosted by me, Milo Edwards. The smart one from the group, I'll have you know, um, because I say all of the smart things on the podcast and I definitely do preparation. I definitely read the stuff which Riley says we should talk about. Um, it's a dangerous thing, isn't it, really? Just letting me loose with a whole solo episode of this by myself. I mean, will it get too smart? That's really the question. You know, will it be, will it be a podcast episode to rival, you know, the quality of... Uh, you know, well-known brain genius show, Rick and Morty. We can only wait and see, right? Um, so yeah, it's me. It's me, your boy. Um, I've not really been given clear directions as to what to talk to you about. And uh, as I'm simply a man-child, I'm really incapable of coming up with a good list. So I'm just going to really talk about some shit that's going on out here with me in the in Russia, the original one. Russia looming large in everyone's imaginations this week, right? Um, because of, I mean, because of reasons, right? But uh, firstly, about me, because I'm really the important one here. Uh, so I've just, I've just moved into a new flat in Moscow. Um, I enjoyed, I enjoyed the flat search process um, in that I got to look at a, a variety of apartments which were either not in a place where I would live or were in a place where I would live, but were quite obviously a crack den. Um, and in the end, I decided to pay a bit more uh, for what the for what the Russians call a euro fitted apartment, or like a European style apartment. And uh, what that what that is a euphemism for is uh, fit for human habitation. Okay, so um, you know, like, just like oh yeah, you know, like there's no there's no holes in the in the floor and walls and ceiling. Yeah, that's European, isn't it? Those stylish Europeans with their lack of holes in all the floors and walls uh, and there, you know, sinks that work, you know, stuff like that. That's uh, that's the kind of luxury that people live in in Europe. And, uh, and that's why, and that's why they're all, that's why they're all homosexuals, right? According to the, according to the logic out here. So, so I'm, I'm enjoying being in my new, my new homosexual apartment. Um, there's no, there's no holes anywhere. It's got a nice pine wood floor. Um, that's good. Yeah. I've been doing, I've been doing some gigs, been doing some shows. Your boy, he's been out there. He's been performing for the for the you know the beloved the beloved public. 
I did a I did a tweet about Stephen Hawking dying, which got got more likes than Riley's tweet about Stephen Hawking dying, which really annoyed Riley. Which was that was good. That wasn't pretty much my main achievement of the week, to be honest. Um, oh yeah, I got great. I got great email from the Foreign Office. Um, normal organization, the Foreign Office, headed by a competent man Boris Johnson. Um, yeah, I got an email from the Foreign Office, uh, which basically decided to warn me about uh, you know me currently living in Russia. They were like, hey Milo. Uh, we hear on the grapevine that you're, uh, you're living in Russia and, um, we just like to let you know that relations between Britain and Russia have gotten a bit worse recently. Don't know why. Not sure about what happened there. I don't, um, yeah, they didn't really elaborate. Um, they said, you know, don't, uh, don't comment on the situation publicly. Tick done. I never comment on anything apart from peeing. Um, and they said, uh, just, just be careful and be prepared because uh you know in russia in the coming coming period of time uh some fucked up shit might happen and i really felt like that you know betrayed the foreign office's con- complete lack of understanding of russia that only now do they think there's a possibility that some fucked up shit might happen i mean i would say that basically since this country has existed i.e. since 1991 uh the only like the only thing you could be consider you could consider unusual would be if fucked up shit did not happen on any given day. It's not like it's not a place where it's just like, oh yeah, you know, I went out and bought groceries and I came home and everything was fine. It's like, oh, I went out to buy groceries and you know there was a car on fire, but I just ignored it. So you know everything's fine for me. I mean, they're probably they're probably dead, but you know I'm fine. So yeah, that's that's more it's more of a typical. Russian experience. This is very weird, isn't it? It's really odd that, you know, I'm just here monologuing by myself, talking about this. Um, we could bring back Rocco Sifredi. I mean, I don't really want to do that voice for much longer because it's sort of the longer you do Rocco Sifredi, the more it goes kind of French. The more it sort of becomes a kind of horny Inspector Cluzo kind of character um, who, you know, is trying to incompetently solve a mystery whilst having sort of hardcore orgiastic sex on camera. That'd be a very weird, that'd be a very weird show, wouldn't it? Just the Inspector Clouseau finally catches the Pink Panther. Then they have very aggressive anal sex for about 40 to 45 minutes. Um, And maybe Inspector Clouseau asks him if he likes dick. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I mean, that's the sort of thing where if we were discussing it, you know, that could be like a riff like a whole riff. It's difficult to riff on your own, you know, when you're talking about, so, you know, someone could have been Inspector Cluzo, someone could have been, well, Inspector Cluzo slash Rocco Sofredi. Yeah, I can't even do a pun on that. That's, you know, someone else could have been the Pink Pan. You know, we could have had a whole thing. That would have been like a normal Trash Future bit. You know, Hussein would have laughed. Riley would have got upset because we would have, ruined whatever important thing was actually supposed to be being discussed. Um, but you know, it would have been, it would have been entertaining for about three of you, about three of you who listened to the show would have enjoyed that. Um, so, you know, just, just, uh, just imagine that in your own head and enjoy it. Oh shit. Um, right. I should probably, I should talk about some more stuff really, shouldn't I? Um, right. Yeah. So what else has happened this week? Well, um, you know, huge news. Uh, the, the original absolute boy has got a new term as a Russian president. Of course, I mean, not not famous Russian Jeremy Corbyn, but uh, the original absolute boy, Vladimir, Vladimirovich Putin. Um, you know, like he's, 
He's unstoppable, isn't he? He's like, uh, he's like, take that, you know, just when you thought they were gone, they're back, you know, like you thought, you know, take that, they were big in the 90s, weren't they? You know, Putin, he came to presence in the late 90s. There was a period of time, take that, were gone. You know, Robbie Williams, the kind of Dmitry Medvedev of take that. He, uh, he had his solo thing. Everyone thought, that's it. Take that, I finished. You know, Dmitry Medvedev is the thing now, you know, with, uh, with hits like Rock DJ and Millennium. But then, all of a sudden, uh, you know, there's a Morrison's advert and Vladimir Putin's on it. And, you know, he's singing the song Shine and there's, you know, there's a kid trying to find the quiche and, and you know, Putin's back. And he's and he's at the head of uh, a bunch of, quite frankly, zombie-like men who from years of cocaine-addled partying in the 90s are now, to be honest, incapable of even dancing coherently on stage. But now they're in charge of a bunch of, you know, horny mums um, and they're going to run rush. I mean, I'm not that metaphor kind of got away from me to be honest. Um, but the point is VVP is back in, um, you know, he got something like 75% of the vote, pretty strong. Um, and I have no, I've no reason to believe that, uh, that's not, not completely, not completely honest process, you know? Um, to be honest, like the, the main, you know, the main, the main competitor really in terms of someone you could vote for as a protest was Ksenia Sobchak, who I did think was amusing. I mean, you know, she was, she was good. She seems, she seems fine. Um, but she was never going to win. Uh, that was not gonna, that was not like an outcome that was possible. It was quite weird weighing for the results. It's like, well, we know what the, we know what the result is. So it was like, you know, like when you're sort of your, uh, parents like ask you what you want for your birthday. And they like take you to the shop with them to make sure they buy the right thing, but they still wrap it up anyway. That's kind of what the Russian elections are like. Except the gift is always Vladimir Putin. I mean, I've never actually had Vladimir Putin for my birthday. I think that would have been a, that would have been a pretty good birthday, to be honest. If you just you had a big you had a big parcel and you opened it, and then there was just there was just Vladimir Putin inside, riding a horse. And he was like, uh, oh, hey, girls, do you like dick? And I, I don't know. I, I probably wouldn't. Rocco Sofredi ex Vladimir Putin would be too weird of a character. It would be like too much. There'd be too much power in one room. I mean, just like imagining Vladimir Putin with a penis of that size is not, it's not something I want to do, really. Um, I don't know whether it makes, whether it makes Rocco Sofredi more threatening or Vladimir Putin less threatening to think of that of that crossover. I'm not sure. Um, but yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And the other guy, the other guy who was like the, the guy who had some chance of winning notionally was, um, uh, Grudinin, who's the head of the, the communist party of the Russian Federation. Now that might sound good, right? That like, the, but like what you need to understand is that the, the communist party of the Russian Federation, KPRF as they're known, are not, not good. They're not like, they're not, that would not be like a progressive alternative. Like basically they're not actually communists. That's the weird thing for a communist party. I mean, usually that's often the downside with a communist party is that they are, you know, communists rather than socialists who are good. Communists tend to be slightly more mad. I mean, I've not got anything against you if you're a communist. I just feel like, can we not achieve most of the of the goods of communism by socialism without the upheaval of communism? Um, I mean, I don't know. But the point is, 
that the communists of the Russian Federation are not actually communists. They just want to bring back the kind of totalitarianism of the Soviet Union and return the kind of former borders of the Soviet Union. Um, yeah, so they're not a great alternative. Um, the other popular party are the Liberal Democratic Party of Russia, the LDPR, um, who, uh, it should be noted, are neither liberal nor nor democratic, to be honest. I mean, they're led by, they're led by Vladimir Zhirinovsky, uh, who is a bit like a sort of like, if you made a person out of a migraine, he just spends a lot of time shouting about things and his solution to most social problems is to just like send anyone who's complaining to go work in a mine or something similar i mean i don't like Zhirinovsky is kind of like i feel like if he was your granddad you would have put him in a home a long time ago you know there's that that kind of element of it um and uh yeah i mean he's just he's not a very he's not a very sane man um he once said he would spit in the face of anyone who called him uncultured, which means that he's either the most ironic politician who's ever existed or the least ironic. And I'm not really sure which. I mean, but arguably, he can't be the, the most ironic politician who's ever existed because that's definitely, that's definitely Trump. I mean, how enjoyable is Donald Trump? I mean, everything about him is, is great. Like the man, the man wants to create a space force. He has no idea what that would even be for, but he wants it. It's madness. I mean, it's like when you, you know, like when you, when your dad like does a, makes a sort of like DIY thing in the garden, you're like, well, what are we going to, what are we going to use that for? It's like, I don't know. But, but you know, it's good to, to have, well, I mean, Trump is doing that, but with, with all of space, which is, you know, at least he's in favor of expanded public spending by, you know, creating a force for space i mean it's weird even as a con i mean even if you even if you're not against the concept of you know creating a a, a a force you know to fight wars in space first of all you have to have someone to fight a war with in space which would mean that you know first of all he would need someone else as insane as him to create a similar force for the sake of having a war in space with him, like a sort of kind of zero gravity hunger games type thing. And I don't really know, but there's not really any territory, like it is a literal vacuum. So I'm not really sure what you would be even really contesting within space. Um, but I mean, I'd, uh, I'm looking forward to seeing it, you know, I'm looking forward to seeing how it pans out. Um, you know, if the space force comes together, I will join it. Um, because uh, in zero gravity, it's obviously much easier to pee with your shirt pulled up and your trousers around your ankles because you just kind of float there. So, you know, that that would suit me, really. Um, good. Yeah, I mean, I don't, really, I, don't, I don't really feel like I can talk about anything much longer. I mean, I'm very... It turns out that when I'm on my own, my brain is just a kind of, a kind of mush. Sort of very uninteresting mush which, of which, out of which things just sort of tumble. You know, there's no real... There's no real logic or flow to what I'm telling you. It's just, it's just the dire, dire imaginings of the deepest parts of my subconscious. Um, so uh, we're gonna, we're definitely gonna return to regular episode scheduling soon. Um, please uh, smash that like button. Let's get those hearts going for your boy. Uh, if you're not following me on Twitter or Instagram, please do that. 
uh, at Milo underscore Edwards uh, for more smart and good takes about stuff. Um, and of course, uh, follow the old the old podcast, the old Trash Future, the podcast about how the future is trash if we do not automate, if we do not implement, you know, fully automated luxury space force. Now, you know, that's my that's my career. It's the space force. Make the space force happen. That's what I'm saying. I will join the space force. I will fight space itself. I will become one with space. Me and Steven Seagal will go to space. Stephen will sit in a chair. I'll do the. I'll fight the space, you know, and then we'll drive a tank through a Mexican man's house in space. It'll be great. A space tank through the Mexican man's space house. Yeah, cool. Okay, that's it. I'm. I'm. I'm done now. Goodbye. Hello and welcome to the Paul Joseph Watson sex chat line where you can imagine my cock. Okay, I, I, I really am going to go now. I'm sorry. I'm sorry.